Make God's word the standard for your life. The glory of God in the face of Christ is an open field for every willing heart to participate in the divine life produced by the death and resurrection power of Jesus. 1 John 2.6 says, He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. The world around you may say that's impossible, but by understanding the divine life and yielding to the Holy Spirit daily, he'll help us to live as Christ did. Adonai desires to make the humankind more like Christ. It's not an event, it's a daily walk. Are you willing? Let's listen to today's message. Welcome to another episode of The Glory Field. I'm Marcia. I'm joined by my husband, Thomas. Or rather, is he joined by me? <laughs> anyway, we are coming to you all with a topic on the stages of life. And we want to take reference from a scripture coming out of First John chapter 2, verses 12 through 14, which I will read. I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write to you, little children, because you have known the father. I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Amen. Amen. Of course, immediately what I notice about the scripture is the repetition of these different groups of people, um, the little children, the fathers, and the young men. And I'd love to hear, Thomas, what you have to say about these um, what distinctions we can draw out of or draw out between each group, children, young men, and fathers. Mm. I believe these are representative of the different stages of life. I, I would broadly categorize these three into childhood, adulthood, and eldership. Mm. So the Apostle John here is writing to children and there's a way that he addressed the children and there's a way that he addressed the adults and there's a way that he addressed fathers, which I would call the elders. So you notice that he, he writes to the little children and he says, little children, I write to you because your sins are forgiven um, for his name's sake. He's reminding the children because children are more likely to panic. Children are more likely to be condemned. You can imagine a new convert slipping and how the, the, the enemy can use that opportunity or the avenue to buffet them and make them feel condemned. So he's reminding children, even if you're saying your sins are forgiven, I want you to know that. And to the, to the fathers, he says, I'm writing to you because you have known him who is from the beginning. So he's writing to experienced people here. These are the people I call elders. He's telling them, I'm writing to you not to tell you anything new. You have known him. The same God you've known from the beginning. He's the same God I'm writing to you to remind you of. So you can sense the experience about the fathers. And to the young men, he says, I write to you, young men, 
It's adults, I would call them, because you have overcome the wicked one. And this is an assuring one, an assuring statement. You're no longer a child. You're no longer at the stage where you feel condemned. In the case of you and your father and your relationship with you and your Lord Christ Jesus, you have understood to the point that you, you're living as a victor. You're living as an overcomer. And he, so he's reminding the adults that you have overcome the wicked one. You don't need to be condemned. You're past that stage. So he's, he's constantly reminding them to young men because you are strong. And the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one. So there's, he repeats again and again to make the same point. So at the childhood stage, let me start with that. It's, it's a stage that is characterized by indecision, inexperience. Children can't do a lot of things on their own. Children can't feed themselves. Children can't change their own clothes. Children need a lot of instruction. So at the childhood stage, we wait for instructions. We are waiting to be directed. And this is not necessarily about the age. It's a stage in life. You could be in your youthful age and still be a child. So as we begin a new year, we, we need to reflect which, st- which stage do I find myself in and how long have I been here? Have I been in a childhood stage as a youth for almost a decade. So I'm constantly relying on somebody's instruction. I'm constantly waiting for someone to say, oh, re- pray, read your Bible. And when those instructions are not coming in, I am unable to go before God. So what that means for the child is that in his relationship with his father, he, he relies heavily on an elder's instruction. I believe God has willed for us to grow through these stages. In Galatians chapter 4 from verse 1, Paul says that the, the heir does not differ from the slave of the house as long as he is a child, but he is under tutors and stewards. So you, you're taught and then you become mature. So God expects that the passage of time should result in our growth, our, our, our interactions with God. Result in our growth. So, if you are at the stage of, um, if you are at the childhood stage, you need to grow to become an adult so that you know that you have overcome the wicked one, so that you know that you are strong, you are a victor, you are courageous. You can also be in the adulthood stage for a long time where you've taken a lot of responsibilities, you, you pursue things in life, you're, you don't, you're not always relying on somebody else's revelation because children can't discern the Revelation of God. You remember the story of Samuel and Eli. Samuel was asleep. God was calling. And he couldn't understand. He, 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 he thought it was the prophet Eli or the priest Eli. So for several times, he woke up and went to Eli. Did you call me? He couldn't discern the voice of God. That's the stage of child being a child. Now, when we mature, so Eli had to instruct him. When you hear the voice again, this is what you say. Mm-hmm. So he grew and we saw the child Samuel grow up to become the prophet of Israel who picked kings for the nation of God. He anointed Saul. He anointed David. So he had to grow. So these stages are important. And as we, we reflect, we need to know where we are, how long we've been there, 
where we want to go and then figure out how to get there. So if you're a child, you should strive to become an adult. If you're an adult, don't stay there. You need to grow. Elders are not only concerned with taking responsibility. They have taken so many responsibilities. They have overcome the enemy. They know what it means to stand against the wiles of the devil. They know what it means to arm themselves with the full armor of God. They fought battles. They've won it. They've made mistakes. They've learned their experience. They are rich. They can divide the word of truth to help others stand. Elders concern themselves with leaving legacies. So elders primarily concern themselves with leaving, making impacts. So we see elders in the church, they give counsel, they've been married, they know what marriage is about. They're able to sit two young people or two adults down and tell them, you've made a good decision, you're going to be here to help you. So you look at these different stages of life and you can know where you are and how long you've been there. Again, if you're a child, you strive to become an adult, you're an adult so that you can, you know, take responsibility, take action, take, make decisions, set goals run toward them, and over time, you're going to become an elder. And you should strive to be an elder. If you've been in any Christian family, in any Christian community, I, I can't put a number on it because this is not about numbers, but over time, you need to strive to grow to become an elder where you can also instruct others. You can, you, you can lead people to the way of life. Yes. I, thinking about it in my own way, I guess, and just to summarize, uh, the word that came to mind when you were talking about children is sort of reassurance. So children need a lot of reassurance. They are learning to know God and to trust God. They're in the learning stage. They're in formative years. When you talked about adults, I thought about battle. Mm-hmm. You've overcome the wicked one. You know, when when there's war, they don't send old men and nor do they send children. <laughs> they send people who are young and strong and yep. full of courage. They've been trained up and they're ready for battle. So it's time to put to use everything that you've been learning. You know, it's time to use all the energy that you have as a young person, as an able, uh, strong person. And then there comes a time when through all your experience Like it said about the fathers, you have known him who's from the beginning. So you have a track record with God. You have testimonies, you have experiences, you have so much that you've learned over time that shouldn't be kept to yourself. It needs to be passed on to others. And so you become the teacher, you become instructor, the instructor. Good. And I like the word legacy that you used. You're leaving a legacy behind for those who will come after you. Almost like yesterday, we talked about vision and how you write it so that people can run with it. Mm -hmm. So teach the young ones so that they can run effectively. So I think it is important. And especially at the beginning of this year, I think this is a nice continuation from yesterday's topic of vision and it's a good time to not only plan and cast a vision and write it down, but also to reflect, to self-examine. Where are you in the stages of life? Where are you going and how do you get there? I do hope this 
broadcast has been helpful to you today and that you'll reflect. I sure will. (laughs) And so thanks for tuning in. God bless you. Thank you for tuning into The Glory Field. The Glory Field is a listener-sponsored broadcast. If you enjoy this broadcast and would like to contribute to its continuance, please go to thegloryfield.org to make a donation. Again, that's thegloryfield.org. Thanks for partnering with us.